audio. Hello, everybody. This might be our first ever sports episode of Whiskey at Work. I don't think we've ever had. It's hard to get you any involved in the sport. <laughs> well, I like to drink, and that makes you uncoordinated when we do these sort of things. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, uh, you started out uncoordinated. <laughs> yeah. No, joining us right now is the assistant coach for the Rapid City Rush, uh, Zach Desjardins. God dang it. DeJardin. Knew I was going to screw yeah, it up. It's all right. Thanks for doing it. And I won't say DeJourno because yeah, I know everybody yeah. that. So. That's a rough one. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, but thanks for coming on, Zach. Oh, um, thanks for having me. Uh, this is going to be it, this is going to be a slightly weirder podcast. I'm here too, by the and way. And Rob, of course. Oh, yeah. We heard your voice. <laughs> um, we've, got a, we've got a podcast about whiskey with a hockey coach. Talking about a rodeo night, which is yeah. giving me a buzz. <laughs> hey, this is—it's like perfect. You need—you need it all, you know. Yeah, well, we're gonna get it for sure. Um, first off, uh, give us a little background on you, I, Zach. I you wish this was being videotaped because that because the way the glass yeah, 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 yeah. come yeah. really <laughs> I didn't—I didn't think I'd, I don't have to read anything, so I decided <laughs> to take them off, and I didn't want to remove my headphones. Um, so you, uh, you've, you've only been here, what, about a month and a half uh, now? I got there? here, uh, right before Thanksgiving. Okay. Uh, like middle of November, uh, right after whiskey or right after beer fest. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, you missed the Terry. whole thing. Oh, that, yeah, I did miss Terry. Yeah. So it was, uh, just right before, right after that. Well, yeah. it's not, it's not, I mean, whiskey festival's coming up, so that's what oh, you care about. Oh, there is a whiskey Oh, festival. yes, there oh, is. Wow. We do that, too. Okay. So we'll make sure we get you in. Yes, get me in on that. <laughs> I'll that. definitely be in for that one. Uh, but you've made uh, pretty much, I think, I think hockey's been in your blood for a long time, hasn't it, Zach? Uh, yeah, from day one, uh, you know, I started, my family is from uh, Montreal, um, and then when I was... I was born in Calgary, so you know, as soon as you're Canadian, I think they put a hockey stick in your hands and throw you is, out. Is yes. that true, though? I mean, I, is he, it as big a deal? I know you make a lot of jokes about it. Uh, yeah, Americans I mean, do, I, th- I think it's just more of a, you know, I think it's funny for people to find out that hockey's not the national sport up in Canada; it's actually lacrosse. Right. And so, but both both sports put a stick in your hand and. Beat, beat, beat each other up and then they get in a fight and they go sit down for five minutes and you come back out. So, and you know, they always say Canadians are always the peaceful ones, but yet they have two sports that it's right. all about fighting and beating each other up. So, um, well, you, but being from Calgary, you didn't, did you get into the rodeo? No, you know, like uh, we were talking earlier, like when I was three years old, I ended up moving to Denver. Um, so didn't didn't get into the Calgary rodeo uh, with the stampede. Uh, my dad and mom always said that like you need to go when you hit a certain age. So um, have now you, have you hit that age yet? Uh, no, <laughs> I, I think I've hit that age. It's just finding the time to go up there because it's usually about you know during hockey season, so right. it's a little tough to get up there. But uh, um, you know when you have a couple players that are from Calgary and they've been to it, um, you know like the. The Helgi's on the team, but the brothers, mm-hmm. they've been to it. Um, Marsno's definitely been to it. And they say, like, you mention it, and it's like, yeah, it's amazing. It's, it's like their Disneyland up there. Really yeah, it, for it is. A couple it of is. weeks. Well, yeah, I think we got plenty of Cowboys up in this part of the world that look forward to going out there every year, too. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So it's it, it's some amazing. But, uh, no, but with the hockey side of it, I just grew up. My mom and dad played on lakes, and they said, do you want to play? And um, actually the – when we moved to Denver, one of the guys in the moving company had a Calgary Flames hat on and said, my dad's like, where's our hockey around here? Because back then, hockey wasn't so big in Colorado. Uh, they had the that Colorado. Was before the Lanch? Lanch yeah, before, before the Lanch, quite a, quite a few years before the Avalanche showed up. <laughs> um, I think the uh, Colorado Rockies just left. So, they, you know, it was 
it was good, but it was you know, eight, early eighties where it wasn't as popular as what it is now. Now so. hold up, there was the the Rockies were a hockey team first before they yep. became the baseball team. Yep, yep, yep. The Colorado oh, Rockies. How did we not know that? <laughs> yeah. Well, there used to be a team in Oakland. The Oakland Seals. Seals, yeah. Yeah, they used God, to wear white, all white jerseys, and uh, the owner owned the Athletic A's at the same time. Uh-huh. And he wanted the A's always had to wear white shoes, so he wanted the Seals to wear white skates. Well, <laughs> back then they were brown, right? So he'd have the equipment guy paint them. Oh and so, like they, their stories, and you, you look it up, and the skates, you know, today's skates weigh so little, but back then they're all leather and. <laughs> You're painting them, and it's layers of paint because you just can't take off the paint. So, like, guys are saying, like, the skates were getting up to, like, four or five pounds on each foot. So you're, like, dragging around these skates. <laughs> so just, shifts are, like, 15 to 20 seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so, yeah, just, just so the owner could have white skates. Oh, wow. So, but, yeah, the Colorado Rockies, I want to say um, early 80s they were there, and they ended up leaving, and I think – think and I, i'm sure somebody will google it and call you guys and tell <laughs> right. me i'm wrong but uh i think it, they ended up going to maybe winnipeg i don't know i'm not sure okay but sure. they ended they up turned into those. the jets they moved into somebody else yeah yeah well so, then the the new avalanche they were quebec right yeah they used to be mm-hmm. the quebec nordiques yeah so see look at me on my nhl oh, oh, yeah. I, we, we have very little of it <laughs> yeah. we have enough I don't. My, no. my my hockey is like. How are the pens doing? That's all I really. <laughs> oh, yeah. So then, who do you cheer for, Zach? Right um, now, if you, you had know, to pick it, one. Honestly, if I have to pick one, because usually I just want to watch good hockey. Um, but uh, I lean more towards Montreal. But okay. Being in the states, it's hard to get their games because they're usually yeah. on the Canadian network. So right. But Montreal ESPN Plus, man, get it. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's also tough because well, I'm always on the road. He's, always, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, he's literally, I'm at the rink and I'm watching right. games. Like I watch our games multiple times and watch the visiting teams coming in. You watch those a couple times, and you know, so it's finding the time is he doesn't yeah, he doesn't he, he does have a team go. that he's got to kind of manage. Yeah, got to watch. Oh, yeah, 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 that yeah, care I get that, but you know, <laughs> yeah. this would, this would be for pleasure. You don't have to <laughs> analyze it. Yeah, no, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, so you, uh, you, you pl- obviously you played, uh, yeah, yeah. In, in various started, leagues. Started on the ice when I was, uh, three years old. Um, and then I've gone from, uh, playing hockey in Colorado, grew up playing there. And then I went to, uh, went and played juniors up in Canada. I bounced around a little bit from okay. Saskatchewan to British Columbia. Um, and then, uh, after the done playing juniors, had a little bit of a serious knee injury. So I ended up, uh, just going to. Played club hockey, ACHA over in Ohio uh, at Kent State uh, University oh, yeah. mm-hmm. there. Yep. yep. Famous for the wrong reasons. Right, exactly. Not, you know, shooting. A, li- a little bit of a right. serious injury. A l- little bit, yeah. yeah. I blew my knee out, so <laughs> it, was a, it was a bad one. Um, but uh, then after that, I, I did the four years there, um, and then just got into coaching right away. Started coaching again. I've been Canada, Alaska, uh, Texas, Oklahoma, um, and – now South Dakota. So how long have you been uh, part of the ECHL then? Um, this this would technically be the fifth fifth year I've been okay. in the fifth season. I did four years uh, in Tulsa um, with, with the Oilers yep. Uh, yep. in previous years. So it was uh, it was definitely a learning curve. It was a big jump going from coaching 20-year-olds that, you know, didn't know what they were doing in life to 25-something-year-olds that still don't know what they're doing <laughs> in life. But, it's, uh, but the speed and, you know, just, just the way they carry themselves and just the extra work going into it, uh, it's it was a huge jump. And 
it's definitely been fun. Well, and and of course we are affiliates of the Calgary Flames yes, too yes, down here. Yeah. Um, does that you know a question I've always had about that is it better to be an affiliate or not be an affiliate in the league like this? Uh, you know what it's it's a toss up. You know in Tulsa. We were affiliated with uh, St. Louis mm-hmm. uh, the year that they ended up uh, winning the Stanley Cup, so that was that was cool to see, be a part of that. Yeah. Um, but being with St. Louis, they didn't send us too many players. Uh, they sent us two guys, and you know they got called up once in a blue moon, and it they just you know they're at the end of their contract, so they weren't really, you know, they knew they were done. Right. They just where they were at. So, but being here in Rapid, and you look at our lineup, we have seven to eight guys, I believe that are yeah. affili- affiliated with the Flames. Um, and it's good because you know you have a good level of, of player coming in and it's like, hey, we've got these guys. The downside is, is as we saw last week, um, we had three of them called up at once. Right. So then that that's deplete, a chunk, yeah. That, that's, a, that's a good chunk. I mean, if you look at it, that's the offensive side of it. Um, you know, the three players they took, uh, Marcinot, Karens, mm-hmm. and uh, – Nico, I mean, that's a lot of offense power that we that's had. That's got to leave you in a hard spot. It does. It does. And, you know, we finished the last home game um, with four defensemen and nine nine forwards, where usually you get to dress 11 forwards and six defensemen. So when you finish the game, the last 20 minutes of a game with short numbers like that, it's it's tough. But to see the, the way the guys – sort of rallied and we played and got the victory was was nice yeah. to see. So, you know, it's just you, you get those guys to come down that are affiliated. They they help out. But, you know, it's the guys that are here on the day-to-day grind that, you know, they really make the team so go. Is it, do you get worried about maybe, you know, getting sent to the locker room and having to come off the bench in a situation like that? or uh, Some of the guys do. <laughs> I mean, uh, no, no, I mean you. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. I, 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 I was getting a little nervous. I thought Bertie was going to give me a tap, like, don't put the gear on. I was like, I, I don't know if we have anything that fits me. So, um, Is it better to have an affiliate team that's really good then or one that is – rebuilding. <laughs> That's a tough one because, I mean, you know, we've lucked out with Calgary. Um, you know, they both teams have, knock on wood, been very healthy, so they haven't had to use a lot of call-ups. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, there's some teams that, you know, they're calling up all the time, and it's like, oh, what do we do? Right. Um, you know, with us, we ended up going, uh, before this trip, we just had out to Tulsa and Kansas City, we called up two guys that played in the SP, and you know, they jumped in. Um, one player, uh, Wheeland uh, Parrish, he ended up with three points on the weekend in his first ever hockey fight. Uh, so he did good. And then uh, Alex Carlson, he did good. He jumped in, solid defenseman. And, you know, he got into a fight, I think, third shift in the game for him. So huh. it was – it's good to give those guys opportunities. Sure. So – how does uh how do, how do you how do affiliates pick teams from from like the ECHL and lower? I mean, how do they how are they picked? Well, a lot of them, you know, it's it's who ownership knows. Um, oh, really? Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of that. Uh, I mean, you look at like uh, Boise; they've been with um, Dallas, I think, ever since I've been in the league, and I would want to say even earlier than that. So almost ten plus years. Oh wow! Okay. Um, so it's it's like that, and you look at uh, like the Colorado Avalanche. They have the Colorado mm-hmm. Eagles that used to be in the league, right? Um, but when they were in the ECHL from day one, that was their affiliate. So right. uh, we were affiliated. We the Rush were right. affiliated with the Coyotes, with the, the Wild, Coyotes and the Wild, yeah, and mm. and now Calgary, yeah, yeah. So so it's it a lot of it is you know of who who the ownership knows. Uh, then it comes into coaches. 
uh, who they know in their contacts. And oh, I see. You know, okay. I think with uh, Phoenix um, or with uh, Calgary, you know, they were with Kansas City for three, four years, and they just weren't, you know, they were looking at what they have here for. They had their staff, and you know, getting to Kansas City is pretty hard. But and you'd think Rapid City'd be even harder. But for the guys from Calgary, it's very easy to get here. You know, be a a, a shorter little drive if they have to drive, or it's it's easier. Yeah, I suppose. They just hitch a ride with some of those cowboys that are yeah, know, exactly. coming out here for the stock show from Calgary. Or, yeah. So uh, and it's and it's just building good relationships with the coaches and you know ownership. Oh, that's real. See where they're going. That's you know? really interesting. And usually the teams sign like a three to five year deal, right? And you know, you you hold up your contract, and after that fifth year, do you think? The ownership and the teams, did they gel well? Was it a good situation mm-hmm. for the players down here? Yes or no, and then they move on. You know what I mean? Okay. So. Does that have any any bearing on whether players want to come to Rapid or not, if there's an affiliation? Oh, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of guys that, you know, um, some of these other teams, when you, you're talking to some guys who have been in the league or they're looking to come in, everybody wants to be moving up. You mm-hmm. know, it's, it's not like everybody says – you know, the ECHL or Rapids are last stop. It, no matter what, I mean, you look at uh, Klotzy, I guarantee if somebody said, hey, we need a guy like Klotzy, he'd be like, let's go. Right. You know, so you always want to move up and hopefully you stay. Um, so team, I think players do look at that. Hey, who is your affiliate? What are they really looking for? You know what I mean? Um, because when it does come down to it, we can sort of next year some of the players that we do have come in, if they played well, we can say, recommend to Calgary, like, hey, invite these guys to your AHL camp. These might be players that you want to bring up. You know, so you, some of those players will look at that. Some guys are just like, you know, some of the guys have been in the league a long time that know they're not going to play and stick at the AHL. They'll be like, well, I'm just going to chase the money right. a little bit, you know. So. <laughs> yeah, those are the, some of the funnest players to have on your team, though, too, yeah. sometimes. Oh, yeah, yeah. You must be a whiskey fan, Zach, yes, I'm assuming. Yes. Um, and, of course, when it comes to – Specifically, rodeos and cowboys. Uh, you know, uh, Canadian whiskey is a big deal with them. You've got Pendleton for, for reasons unbeknownst. It is yeah, weird to yeah, us. It, it we is. can't figure that out. Pendleton yeah. Crown—they're the two biggies yeah. for cowboys mostly. Yeah. Um, and so we decided to bring in just some from from the Crown all the way up to the Caribou Crossing. <laughs> yeah. We got a little presumptuous. Yeah. Um, yeah. And help yourself if you want to yeah. try something else or if, yeah. yeah. So what do you have a favorite? Do you have I mean do you have a go-to? I know you said kind of a bourbon guy before we got started. I, more of a bourbon, but I do I do like the Crown. Um, okay. and I'm Well, I it's easy. It it is very easy and I know that uh a lot of people might say, "Oh, you're not really a whiskey drinker," but I do sort of like the the blended flavor that they have. Sure. Um the one that uh, I was telling you earlier, little story, uh, a friend of mine, he owns a ranch in Texas, and we'll go down there. It's called the Ranch Drink, and it's peach crown with a splash of vanilla and a splash of ginger ale. And That just sounds refreshing as hell, though. Yeah, oh, really? yeah. It sounds well, like something you'd love. It sounds like something I'd drink. Yeah, sure. it's, it's very uh, – <laughs> I mean, you throw it – you're drinking it at night when it's still 90 degrees. Yeah. And it still feels good. So right. That's that ends up being a pretty good go-to. Well, do you have a bourbon that you go to that you prefer? Um, I would say I like uh, – I either like the Maker's Mark or Buffalo Trace. Well, it's that's hard to go wrong with either one of those either. Maker's is a little easier to find these days. Yeah, Buffalo yeah, Trace, much Buffalo harder to get Trace. your hands on. Yeah. Especially considering everything else that's going on with – 
Yeah, now that the Sazerac is suing their distributor, over. and it's yeah. it's going to be harder to get probably. Yeah. Uh, and you you said you're a Scotch fan too. Do you have do you have something you enjoy there? Um, whatever I, I, anybody else is buying. Yeah, pretty much. That's uh, <laughs> my dad. My dad loves uh, Scotch, so it's you know Glenfiddich and you know Ooh, some yeah. of those ones. It's he's he he gets me out. Like I uh, I went to Scotland for our honeymoon and. His request is, I need three bottles. And I was like, <laughs> all right. So, um, but I, I ended up getting him some good ones. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm more of a board of the bourbon and whiskeys sure. than the scotch. Yeah, that's, you know, it, we were, we, we do make fun. We have quite a bit of the of the crowns and the Pendletons and stuff yeah. because it's so weird to see uh, hockey players in general. What's it? Are they mostly whiskey or is it all beer drinkers generally for a lot of these guys? Well, today's era is more of a seltzer type. Era. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, see, guys. Sorry, I sorry, saw, guys. I just, I just I, saw it's the, just be, it's just being honest. Mostly, it was, I mean, it was looking at Zach's face when he said it like, oh, uh, God, yeah. this is what they <laughs> drink. This is what they, you know. Um, but you know, which is good for that. I mean, you know, I think when I was, when I was playing, it was, uh, you know, mostly beer. Uh, I still think the guys like their beers. Sure. You know? Um, they like the the IPAs and yep. some of the flavor stuff, but a majority of the guys it's seltzers or wine. Um, wine. Trying to be, yeah, trying to be elegant. You know, <laughs> uh, me, I'm more of the, I'm more yeah. of the. I'd like. Here, to, let me uh, take my teeth out, yeah, <laughs> put my, yeah, pinky, yeah, my pinky up, and yeah, have a yeah, nice yeah. cabernet. Yeah, yeah. Well, it seems like the coaches, you guys needed a little harder. You guys are yeah, the ones that yeah, have to it's deal a with bit more it all. Stressful, so. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, w- I would say most guys are, you know. Um, Beer or the seltzers, unfortunately. Okay. Uh, but there's a couple. I, I guarantee there's you. such you, disdain in his yeah, voice. I just, sometimes I wish it was just be, ah, come on. <laughs> you know, I was, I was coaching a team last year in, uh, in Georgia uh, at the SP level, which is below the ECHL as, as the head coach. And, you know, I was like, all right, the guys need something. Like, we're on a little bit of slump. The guys need some team stuff. And we had a long, I think it was like eight, eight hour bus ride. What if I can guarantee a rain out? Yeah, <laughs> that, that kind of Bull Durham. Kind yeah, of thing. yeah. I was looking for, I was looking for a rain out. I was hoping ice. Like we actually had one, two games canceled. And I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> um, but uh, I, was, I told the guys, I'm like, all right, I'll pick you guys up two cases. Let's, you know, you guys got to get something going on the bus. It's like everybody sits on their phones and watches video or plays video games or whatever they do. And so I was like, all right, I'm gonna get two cases of beer before I run out. They're like. Can we get a case of uh, Trulies? I'm like, <laughs> sure, why not? So, as long as they're happy, you know what? We we won a couple games after you that. Should have so thrown a, bo- yeah, a couple bottles works. of Lafroig on there and uh, toughened yeah. them up a little bit. Yeah, sometimes you wish. Hey, we're gonna drink some. Uh, this coach doesn't have a label. <laughs> That's what we're gonna do next. We're gonna take a couple bottles into the locker room. Yeah. Zach, you get us in there, and we'll just sit them all down and be like, "Look, fellas, here we go." Next time they have a slump, yeah, you give us a call. Yeah, <laughs> bourbon with bruisers. Yes, yeah. we'll bring there it in. And that's a great one, right <laughs> that, there. That is a good one. I like that. <laughs> uh, well, Zach, man, thanks so much for for coming in and talking oh, with I us. I appreciate and, it. Anytime. Uh, the the rest of the season. I mean, the the rush kind of in the middle right now, I believe. Yeah, uh, we're about I mean, halfway through the season. Okay, you know, um, got a couple games, like I said, on the uh, two this weekend at home, and then on the road, then. Uh, February we have we have a good stint at home. I think we have like oh, two good. Or, two or making three up weeks. for that time off or yeah. time yeah. away. Time away. Well, yeah. and you guys, I mean, you're on a decent little point streak right now too, which is yeah. certainly helpful. Yeah, it is. So as far as like looking ahead at the playoffs right now, like where is the rush? I mean, are oh. you close? 
Yeah, right now we're we're in third. Okay. Um, in the division. Perfect. Um, you know, I think we're, you know, Idaho's top team in probably the league right now. Uh, right. They, they haven't lost, but the last couple of games, uh, they just had a series, three game series with Utah. They lost two out of three. Oh, so good. That's good. Yeah. Uh, but they they've been on a good good heater of winning a lot of games, so they're they're going to be a hard team to catch. Uh, Wichita is above us, and so I think we have a good chance. I think we're like maybe five six points below them. Well, that's not bad. That's, that's easy bad. to make that's up. That, 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 that's easy, but right. then you look at the teams below us. It's it's a fight. You know, okay. I think the Tulsa at the bottom is probably seven points behind us, I believe. But we've also played more games than everybody else, which is not good because they right. have games to make up and yep. they're going to be playing each other. So um, we just got to keep plugging. And, you know, as, as a coach, and you always say in the locker room, can't worry about anybody else. Worry about yourself. Yeah, you know, make it easier for yourself. As right. long as you keep winning, nobody else can control it. Yeah, yeah exactly. it doesn't matter. Yeah, so. uh, assistant coach, Zach Desjardin. There we go. There got we it. go. How, how do you get a drink or two? <laughs> that's, all right. that's, that's, that's all you need. That's all I got to do. Yeah. Uh, of the Rapid City Rush, thanks so much for coming and talking to us. And like I said, anytime you want to come in and drink, we've got some oh. and lots of bourbons, buddy. So come check out the Rush last weekend. Yes. You'll see him for a while. Yep. Don't forget, Whiskey Fest. Mountain West Whiskey Festival, March 4th. Yep, March 4th. Uh, it's a Saturday night, so check your schedule, Zach, and make sure you're not playing. So You probably are, though, aren't you? Probably Saturday, yeah. God dang it. I, I might I might get kicked out the game before. So. I, I, I think you should get a little suspension. I think you absolutely get a one-gamer. I'm, I'm sure Bernie will love you for that one. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll figure check it out. Check out all the barrel picks at Timmins Market, too. They, I tried that Yellowstone last night. It's amazing. Stellar. Yep, very, very good. So if you're looking for something I different. I don't think it's one we picked, which – I know. We didn't, we didn't get in on that I'm pissed off about that, Dan. But, um, <laughs> we'll make up well, for you, it. But you've helped us out in so many other ways. I appreciate it. Yeah, it exactly. Was a, it was, it's a great pick if you can get it. There's a few bottles left on the shelf when I was out there this weekend. MountainWestWhiskeyFestival.com is where you can get your tickets. General admission and VIPs are still available. The Platinums are all sold out. So hopefully we'll see you March 4th. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you for listening to this episode of Whiskey at Work. I am the producer and host, Mark Houston, along with Rob Henry. Our shows are engineered by Chris Jaquist, and the video and audio editing is done by our own Russ Haddon. If you like what you hear, we would love a five-star review wherever you rate your podcast and leave us a comment as well. It's Whiskey at Work on the Home Slice Audio Network. Whiskey at Work.